Hello and welcome to episode four of the Point 99 podcast, a running podcast dreamed up by runners for runners. If you're new to running, we hope to have topics and discussions that will help you along whatever path your journey is taking. Or for seasoned runners listening, maybe some stories that will have you empathising with our experience and predicaments. Whether it's lessons we've learned during our own journeys, embarrassing stories or heartstring pulling moments, we hope you'll stick with us and hopefully have a laugh along the way, sharing good vibes, motivation and positivity as we go. But after what feels like an eternity since we last recorded episode three, we're back at it and ready to hit the start line head on. But with we being the operative word, we're two man show, joined as always by the London lad himself, Runner Man Steve. Hello mate, how you doing? Oh man, I am really good. I'm so refreshed. Are you refreshed in the, the snow, um, <laughs> having had about two weeks of intense heat? Oh, don't. Literally, we got we got uh, the chat in the last few days of the holiday from Canadians saying, oh, there's no snow over with us, but we hear you're going to get snow and there was nothing. It was just cold. All the weather forecast updates we were getting, it was cold. It's like 28 degrees over in Dominican. We get home, uh, six degrees in Gatwick, not too bad fly up from Gatwick later in the day, we land and it starts snowing. And then whole of yesterday, snow all day. So we had a, we had about an inch or two this morning. It's all fairly disappeared now, but oh man, I mean, you can't have the two different extremes. Oh, mate, I, I, that's, that just sounds like a recipe for illness. I, can't, I mean, I get annoyed. I get annoyed when someone turns the heating on and off. And I'm like, what are you doing? I'm going to get you over it. You've just come back from Dominican. Not just that, four flights as well. Four flights of people sniffing and coughing and farting, all sorts. Yeah. I didn't know what was going to come out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, four flights. Luckily, they all went fairly, fairly well. We had, we had one issue. Um, where we had to get a different different airline had to step in, but they're owned by TUI, so it's North Atlantic Airways, and they were fantastic. But other than that, the flights were great. Just can't really can't really say anything too much about the holiday, other than I am so glad I had it. Uh, I, it looked amazing. My brother's been to a Dominican for a wedding, um, and it's definitely somewhere I'd want to go one day. It just looks so nice. Yeah, it's spot on. That's, that's our second time. We went nine years ago to the exact same hotel and it's changed uh, a little bit. It's it's modernised and it's got way more a la carte restaurants. It's a lot busier, but the entertainment, the food, just the, the whole five-star adults-only all-inclusive nature of it was, was spot on. So you're nice and refreshed, ready for your half marathon next week, right? Or is it this week? It's this weekend. Nice. Going for a time, we're just going to go for the vibes. Um, I'm in two minds now because today, um, anyone today, or this timestamps when we're recording it, but everyone knows from our socials we're recording on Tuesday. Um, I just got a PB in my 10k. I took two minutes 40 off my 10k, uh, so I went from a 28. Uh, sorry, wait, not a 28, a 48, uh, a 48 22 to a 45 36. Ish. very nice so yeah ready for the ready for the weekend but i don't know i i want to think i'd like to think i could push my pb on my half because i'm wearing the the new hawkers that was today's new shoe to, to get on the the i think they're the rincon rincon i want to say rincon threes but at the same time i want to run this the, the half in the kilt just for funsies so i don't think i'm pushing a pb in the kilt <laughs> 
go for it. Why not? I know, I know. Pushing a marathon. I'll be, that, I'll be, that, I'll be, I'll be that devil on his shoulder. <laughs> just like standing there rubbing the beard going go for it go <laughs> just to slow me down <laughs> so no how's how's things been with you yeah you know what it's um i mean i'm on week 10 i can't believe i'm on week 10 already it's actually is ridiculous um so last week was a 40 mile week supposed to be 42 um but I dropped a couple of the miles because of the school run, and I, I'd much rather drop one mile of a couple of runs and then and stick to the um, the prescribed easy effort run. I weren't going to compromise, you know, a, a recovery run for the fact of just getting one mile in. I'm not going to lose much by by those couple of miles. So I'm I'm, I'm pretty I'm in good place. I had a, a sports massage on my deload week, which was a, an experience, but. I actually really enjoyed it. I think next time I'm going to ask him for a bit more pressure, to be fair. I <laughs> um, felt but it felt really, really good. And I think that week I was supposed to go and try the uh, sub 25K um, at a park run. But due to um, even taking my daughter to the doctors and whatnot, I just put that to the side and um, I'll do I'll try that maybe in a, a different week or even if it's after the marathon. Uh, that could be the next sort of task then. So, yes, it's going really well. Uh, I've got a 20-miler this Saturday and then a 22-miler the week after. So I've sort of adjusted a training plan. Um, ordinarily, I'd have two speed sessions, a tempo and a, and a threshold. But during these next couple of weeks um, in, in the peak time, I'm only going to do one full-on speed session and the others can be sort of easy to to mid pace just to get that good recovery and because the mileage is so high um i just want to make sure the recovery is done properly you know yeah that's that's full on you you must have at least you've got deload week before the week before but you might have you got another deload week before then um i have let me get the app open that must be um, if you've got a heavy week this week and next week it must be the week after yeah, so um, so last week was forty, supposed to be forty-two miles. This week is forty-seven. Next week is forty-nine, and then week twelve drops down to twenty-six. Yeah, then I've got one more forty-seven. It starts dropping down from after week thirteen. So week fourteen, fifteen is when the the taper taper down starts. Really, that's it's gonna you're gonna blink and that's gonna be gone. Um... It's, it has already. I think mean, I can't believe I'm like half more now. I'm basically, I've got a gym session tomorrow, so I'm actually halfway down week ten already. It's honestly, it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, but it's it's good. It's good in one respect that you you're you're gonna you're getting nearer the target, so you're gonna be less tired all the time. You're gonna be less hungry all the time. And the only reason I'm saying that as I've just listened to uh ryan the press playing and runs last podcast and he's in like i think it's week three or four of his edinburgh marathon training and he that's what he's saying he's he's already just starving all the time he's okay. he's just so tired so you're you're over halfway you'll be looking forward to getting over that finish line i i am um, i can when i was listening to that i was like i know how you feel because <laughs> honestly when my daughter's eating her when i'm making my daughter's food I'm eating some of that when I'm eating my dinner. I'm waking up early in the morning for work. I'm starving. I'm eating like two or three breakfasts at work, a lunch and all sorts. It's, it's honestly ridiculous. Um, but as long as it's all it's, good it's, stuff, though, and it's not hollow carbs. Like, I, I found I, I was eating a lot of peanut butter and, and wholemeal bread. 
I, I can't I can't say it's all good stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, but no, it's it's going really well. My my Garmin watch actually is telling me that my break prediction for the marathon is is three two five oh six. Yes. Um so training's going well. Um yeah, this this hopefully, you know, touch wood, I can continue and remain injury free and just playing it very, very smart and sort of cruising parts of the week through get that good speed session and get some marathon pace in there and today's run was really good actually it was nine miles uh one mile warm-up three miles at around about seven minutes 30 seven minutes 15 ish a mile and then three miles of marathon pace about eight minutes and then two miles warm down and that's it cool down happy days and i've got a local legend another one back thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't think we actually discussed local, the, the local legends chat. Now, there's a guy called Lewis Dixon. I don't know if you follow him. That's not his full handle, but he had a, a route that he was running. I think to work every day in the centre of London, and he had this this guy who had the local legend of one of the sections had like some insane amount within the last thirty days. So Lewis put a poll up. He said should I should I try and take it it meant he had to run that section like 40 times in a one day or something insane and the poll said yeah go for it and the boy smashed it it's just like I have a few local legends but nothing as insane as that yeah it's um it just popped up as like you are a local legend which is which is crazy to me in a, in a, in a place it happened because I see the same faces run all the time there yeah. um so I, I said I guess I'll think to myself or I must be the only one training for a marathon because I'm doing laps upon laps. I think it's a 1.2 mile circuit. I was just going round and round and round and yeah, round. Yeah, so it's spot on for you. Actually, I think I know where it is because I see your Strava, so I know which part you're going around in loops. It, it, it is a good loop. Um, I mean, sometimes it can, depends on what time of day you go around there. There's the a, a local secondary school because it's literally across the road. They go oh. over there and do their um, PE sessions over there sometimes. So sometimes you've got to alter the route. Um, so, Thanks to that school. I mean, I could have had my local legend a lot sooner than that. That's um, now, now you've actually just said secondary skills. This is from today's run. Uh, I, was, I was, as you might expect, on a high after I finished and got the PB. And um, I was coming past our local secondary school and the kids have just been out for their lunch. And I'm walking back over the bridge that they have to go over. And here's this, this wee guy and uh, this lassie. There couldn't have been any more like what ours are, um, fourth year fourth or fifth year i think for you that is like 10th 10th year 11th, whatever whatever the the equivalent is and the wee boy says to me she fancies you and she was mortified i could not stop laughing i thought this is hilarious <laughs> i'm i'm old enough to probably to be your grandfather i mean come on <laughs> oh i just show what yeah i would not know how to respond to that situation I, and i am getting out of here yeah <laughs> you just have to laugh it off and she was mortified to like no i don't i'm like oh come on just because I, I i maybe that's my own fault wearing short shorts and, and i didn't have a vest on today thankfully because that could have been really really bad walking past mm. the secondary school oh come on no worth not thinking about yeah, anyway quickly no. <laughs> moving on yeah well so move on and uh, I was actually going to ask you about your your uh, 5k effort, but yeah, we had a discussion about that and, and another day will come. Uh, there's always more efforts for that. And again, with, with my effort today, I'm going to try and push it as well. So maybe we can coordinate a day where we both go to our, our local park runs and see what we can do, smash it out. What's your current 5k? My, my current 5k is a 22.07. Although Strava okay. picked it up as a 22.14 today because it hadn't picked up 
one before. But my well, last park run was a 22. No, a 22? Was it? Yeah, I think it was a 2207 is my, is my PB. Yeah, I think um, I banked a... Um, be, so the beginning of this um, training block, I've done a, part, a social park run, um, and I've done a PB there. I think that's twenty. That's 2107. Maybe we were the same, actually. Just checking. No, mine's is a 2207, so you're a 2107. Yeah. So maybe we can set up a day, because I'm trying to get a sub-22, and you're trying to get a sub-21, sub-20. Sub-20, so we'll yeah. Yeah, we'll set up a day where we, we go out, we announce it, and then we'll see see who bags see who bags our target. I'm going to be that guy that turns up to park run with a pair of carbon plate vapor blocks. <laughs> <laughs> vest top small shorts trying to minimize as much weight as possible shave your Rating, head take the beard arm off sleeves. No, the beard's not coming off no way <laughs> strap it down then strap it down take it down yeah so we'll set up a day for that but we're gonna we're gonna move on to we've talked about steve's uh training and how that's gone but we're gonna move to one of our one of our followers and someone he shouted out in the last episode uh, before she headed off to the Tokyo Marathon and that's Hannah at Hannah underscore runs 93 and her Japanese adventure and uh, so she actually did a fantastic time of five hours three minutes and 46 seconds which is her second fastest marathon and her quickest marathon uh, quickest major so far yeah. however it wasn't her target was it Steve no, she is chasing the uh, the magical sub five for her, um, and her training was going really, really well. Um, I spoke to her so many times during her training, like giving her big. I was sending voice notes. I was like, "Hey, Hannah, it's like midnight where you are in Tokyo, and I'm running around, and you're going to hit sub five, and I'm <laughs> trying to give her all the vibes that she could get." Um, and the fact that she got a five oh three with what went on over there knows that she is actually in sub five shape she was in sub five shape um so she can replicate her training for the next one she goes to because that was her fourth star um so she can replicate that in her next one when she's ready to do it ready to do it definitely got sub five i say she's got a 445 or 450 in there because what she had to go through was um amateurish from a for a world major i mean i can go into it if you want me to go into it no, I say I, I was going to echo that and say one hundred percent. Though I, I think she's she's easily got a sub five in her. The idea of even the the the, the amount of travel, the flight, the the uh, pressure it has just on your body, and then she was only there for like a day and a half, two days, and then running the marathon. It's so hard on her body. She did fantastically for. She would have been exhausted as well, being a totally different time zone. It takes you a week usually to get over that that time difference. So honestly, she did she did amazingly. Yeah, she flew out on the Wednesday. Um, I think it's like a 13, 14 hour flight. Then you've got to sort of get used to it. I think she'd done the marathon, then she was flying out the next day to come yeah. back home again, which is for me is insane. I'd need about three years to get over the time <laughs> difference. I'd be absolutely spent. I mean, I'm bad enough for the best day when I get, I'll go, yeah, I've got a day off. I'm like, well, who am I? What's my name? Where am I? <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Um, so, no, essentially, what happened over there? Um, she, you know, I sent her a message saying, oh, you, you got 503, well done. And she's like, didn't go to plan. Um, I finished. That's the main thing. I'll message you later because she was actually in the medical tent. Um, oh, no. So, no, if, effectively, they ran out, the, the event ran out of water. Um yeah. 
got dihy- she got dihy- dehydrated. Sorry, get my words out. Really, really quickly, she started to feel sick. She started to be sick. Um, she couldn't stomach her gels because there's no water intake. Um, and you know, the the last ten miles, she doesn't really remember them, but she crossed the line and, and and got it done. And I said, you know what, you are definitely in sub five shape. Oh, certainly. No. I mean, that's just super dangerous. And I, I kind of had heard snippets from other runners um, and, and in the news that they'd run out of water. And I don't think that's the first major to have run out of water. And that was the same marathon that said you couldn't take bottles to the line or water containers yourself. I mean, no, you couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't run in a hydration vest. I heard, I heard you couldn't take a bottle with you. You couldn't have anything at all. And I remember I, I learned about that because I was listening to the, the 40 runs, um, and podcast, on, yeah, the, press play and the long, had it as well. Yeah. yeah. And I was listening to it and it was like, uh, this is absolutely ridiculous. What you go in for Chris Foley he said, well, just take one, you know, almost like a, um, what them little, soft flasks and put it in yeah. your flip belt. What are they going to do? Arrest you on a course? And I was thinking they probably would to be fair in, in Tokyo, you know, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's amateurish to run out yeah, of water. It's, you have it's to criminal. respect the, the local uh, rules and they are, they're super clean um, country. They don't want, they don't want to have mess or anything, but at the same time, they're endangering people's lives with the, what they did to get dehydrated. I've, I've seen, even in a ha- the, the local half marathon I'm going to be running at the weekend, I've seen people being dehydrated halfway around. Um, and it just comes down to to the heat on the day, the humidity. But if she can't remember the last, let's say, what did you say, about 10, 10 miles, 10K, that is so bad. That is so yeah. bad that they, they even got to that stage. So even even more kudos to her for, for getting so close to our target and having to put up with that as well. It, honestly, and... Yeah, it's, if you if you are going to tell people they can't take water onto a course, then make sure you double order because you are a major. So sort it out. Yeah, yeah. No, that's we we both we both applaud your efforts, Hannah, because we know that you'll be listening. You did amazingly, and for having only been out in Japan for a few days you did so much better than either of us would have done. As Steve says, he would have been years to recover. I would have been weeks to even get to <laughs> yeah. that point. I can come I on. When I was 15, I, I went to, um, I went to America cause I won it. I won this holiday. I won a holiday to America. Um, and when we flew back, I think I slept for about a day and a half. <laughs> I, was, I was wiped out, honestly. So yeah, no, I've seen, I've seen, and have worked in an airport. I've seen, you know, people that have been traveling for like 24 hours across the globe and end up in London and they're just look at, they're absolutely spent just from traveling. So to do that is, you know, hats off, Hannah, well done. Yeah, nah, having having just done those two flights on Sunday myself and that was, the first flight was only seven hours and then it was first thing in the morning we got back, we flew through the night, couldn't get any sleep on the plane because there was a, a chat with the light on the whole time around, even though they had light. He was the only guy on the plane. I will take the light bulb out. I know. I, he. What makes it worse is he works at Gatwick. He kind of he knows he knows the whole aviation stuff. He was he was quite like a knowledgeable guy. I just didn't have the the stones to say to him. Look, can you turn that off? He was the only one on the flight with the light on. Didn't get any sleep. But when we got to Gatwick, um, we had eight hours before our next flight, so we just got a blocked uh, a block hotel, got some yeah. kip, and then back up the road to Inverness, another flight, but Dizzy, Dizzy does not kind of, does not do justice of what my head was doing after that first flight. 
mate, well, yeah, you're de- dealing with all that after a nice holiday. You think I'm nice and relaxed. You come back, oh, I'm not relaxed at all. <laughs> yeah, no, you need a holiday to get over the traveling. Um, but no, we'll give a shout out to everyone else. I, I know so many people that run Tokyo on, on the feed. It it would be like the list would go on forever and I don't want to miss anyone. But anyone that's listening around Tokyo, you're superstars for even like getting over halfway around the world to to run a run a marathon. But in in the temperatures and the conditions that they had, I mean, come on, you're 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 superstars, you're legends. And a small fortune. And a small fortune. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're, the next one we'll be looking forward to is um, what's it that now? Correct me before I say what our next one is. When's London? London is April 21st, uh, 21st St. George's Day. Right. Okay. So we'll shout out the next one that's coming up is Boston. And that is on the 17th of April. Uh, I have a very good friend who I'm going to be running with at the Inverness Half Marathon this weekend, Sarah Homer. She's uh, at Sarah underscore runs. She's hitting Boston after hitting a uh, qualifying time. She's on her kind of final stretch of her training she's an absolute superstar athlete she's such a wonderful person as well and we'll be we'll be backing her all the way so as she gets closer we'll we'll do some more shout outs and uh, then hopefully once she's been out there we'll get her on the show and uh, we'll we'll find out a little bit of her story and how she got on at boston and then it'll be all fingers pointing eyes spotlights on steve and uh, london yeah, it's like uh, hopefully it, ca- it continues to go well. Um, the fundraising is not going too bad, just over four hundred pounds at the moment. The target's about uh-huh. sixteen hundred. Um, so it's we, we're going well. You know, crossed crossed three hundred miles for the for the year so far. So yeah. I'm not jealous. I'm not jealous at all that I didn't really get to run on holiday, and I'm only at three hundred kilometers. <laughs> oh yeah, those 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 pina coladas must have bloody hurt you. <sighs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I say on on my on my Instagram post, I was just telling a couple of the girls that I'm running the Loch Ness 24 with that I did I did lose a day. There's a local shop called Mamawana, which is um, a series of roots uh, they have. They get these roots, they put in three fingers of honey, they put in three fingers of red wine, and then they top it all off with rum and they let it ferment for a minimum of seven days. And this stuff is deadly. So we had. I think it was our third day, second or third day, we were hitting the the, the beers, the cervezas. My holiday name for the last two times in Dominican Republic has been Cerveza Steve. And I live up to that <laughs> when I'm there because that's my hydration. That's what I'm all, all about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we were hitting mamawanas and whatever cocktails. Now, drink responsibly. That's always going to be the message. But when you're drinking from 10 o'clock in the morning to 11 o'clock at night, I lost the next day. I can't remember the walk back to the hotel room. Little glimpses. It's the worst I've been in a long time. And I, I got up in the morning and I says to the wife, have we got any, have we got any paracetamol? And she just like, just threw the box at me and went, look, go to town. They're, they're just, just make yourself feel better. I've I've done that. I've done that once in Cyprus. I went to uh, with a, with missus to a wedding in Cyprus. By the way, they might listen to this. But actually, they don't. It was an awful wedding. <laughs> uh, I can't lie. It was such a waste of six hundred quid. Oh, anyway, wow. I know. Yeah, but um, I didn't really get on with the groom too well. Um, and she said, "Make an effort." I thought, "Don't worry, right, I'll make an effort." I got absolutely <laughs> <laughs> That was your effort. Your effort was to drink as much as you could. 
Well, yeah, and in, in the end of it, me and, a, me and a groom are chatting away and singing on to a, a tribute Michael Bublé act downstairs. <laughs> Next day uh, was mean, a write-off. It was Valentine's it, Day. <laughs> it helped you get on. It did. It did. I was. Oh, I couldn't hack it. Next day, I was finished off. It was Valentine's <laughs> Day. I said, don't worry about that. Right. Before we move on, though, to our main topic, uh, which we put out on socials, on our own and on the page, which is topics and phrases or words that grind your gears in a running context. Uh, I'm going to do a one final touch on the holiday just so I don't rub it in and bang on about too much. And then towards the end, we're going to share some of the love that we've been getting for the podcast because we haven't obviously talked about it um, since episode one because we we recorded episode two and three back to back and then we haven't really spoken to you since. And then we'll do our community shout outs for those that have been in our inboxes and and keeping us going uh, over the the time since we last recorded. Um, But... Steve doesn't know this story, so it's a, it's it's one of these stories from holiday where you meet you always meet someone. If you're going to talk about running, you meet someone, and I met this other very tall chap, um, slightly older than I was, a nice Canadian guy called John. And it was towards the end of our holiday. He'd seen that I'd been out running a couple of times, so it kind of instantly uh, got the conversation just as flowing. Um, and yeah, I only ran the twice because it was twenty six degrees in the morning, um, but as I say, I took I took Mahaka one rink on threes out. They were brand new, hadn't worn them, so I took them out to the the tropics to to give them a bash. And uh, yeah, he got he got talking. He saw that he saw I was wearing them. We got talking away. Um, but yeah, John was uh, he was he was kind of waxing lyrical about running. He was so enthusiastic, not only about his own adventures, but but just shouting people out and people he knows that that are just fantastic runners and uh, their their endeavors as well uh, and it just it, it just goes to show like no matter the distance no matter where you're located you'll always find someone to have a good old chat with about running um and because tokyo was on uh it's this fella he's he's so good he, he started running when he was 40 and his fastest marathons at 259 and the, the marathon before he got his 259 he'd said to his wife, I need these new shoes. And she says, why do you need these shoes? And he says, well, they'll help me take about two minutes off my, off my personal best. She's like, you're not getting, you're not getting new shoes. You're not spent all that money just for two minutes. So he runs the marathon before he gets his PB and he hits a 301. And she said, and what was the, what was the time those shoes would take off? It's about two minutes because you can have the shoes. You can have the shoes. And then, yeah, by God, he got a, he got a 2.59 after he's 40, which is phenomenal time. He didn't actually say what age he was when he got that. So he might have been a fair bit older. He might have just been 40. Um, but yeah, with, with Tokyo just having happened, he was also about to get his his major trophy, his, his running, having run all the majors. And it was the year they added Tokyo. So the poor guy still hasn't got all his is is a six star finisher he's got five ready to go and he needs to do tokyo and he's had to have a knee operation so he's not back up to full fitness so he's just it's it's a bit of a, a bit of an endeavor for him but i mean come on after 40 getting your getting your fight getting five stars having run i don't know how he, he said so many marathons and have that time and then also be super enthusiastic about just everyone and and finding out about my story as well and, and kind of giving me the the positivity about what i've gone through and the marathons i've run it was spot on i don't know if i want to 
a two fifty nine at thirty five. Um, I think that's some <laughs> fun going. I know. I mean, some sometimes you've got to know your lane. <laughs> I think if I went out that way, I don't know if I'd get to the end. To be fair, but that you never you, you shock yourself sometimes. You get there and. You know, my aim is to try and do a three thirty to a three forty five, and it could just everything could just click, yeah. uh, and you never know. But no, I've, I'm not. I couldn't be doing that. That to to when I see people doing, you know, two two fifties, two forties. You know, Nick Best, I was really hammering for that two twenty, and he's like, I said, that's that's some going. That is. And I mean, machine. You're talking hundred mile weeks. Yeah, and especially in some of the locations, I think he got it at one of the majors. And most of the majors are in really humid, well-packed cities. I mean, that's that is a, a, an undertaking and a half. Absolutely. But no, he he tried to get me to go running with him. He he was running barefoot on the beach. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. That's just that's just gonna kill my calves. And then he's like, well put your shoes on he was a massive asics fan and he had like 700 kilometers on his asics he was going to leave them at the hotel and he were really good condition so he was going to donate them to a member of staff but he's like oh we'll run off we'll run off site like what he's like no i do it all the time i come here all the time i run off site he says you just got to keep your head down if you see a drugs deal going going south he's just like all right guys and run past i'm like you're that you're not you're not selling this to me mate sounds like an all day in london <laughs> but at least you know because the shoes are tied together hanging off the local lamppost aren't they oh damn they do that no they don't do uh, that anymore no how do you know I've, then i've not i've not actually seen a pair of, of shoelaces hanging from a telephone line in a long time <laughs> oh. it's the new generation New generation. Ah, they're just texting each other, aren't they? That's how you know. You're, they're on WhatsApp and, and uh, all the download yeah. pages on Facebook. Um, <laughs> no, that's that's my last chat on the holiday. I'll, I'll shut up about it now and uh, stop rubbing it in. Poor Steve. Until you can force it in next time, like I'll force it in, I've run a marathon. Yeah. <laughs> right, well, we both do that, though. We both do that. Um, all the time. So no, to, the the main topic of today's episode, but we've kind of managed to uh, to 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 spread it out just just a little bit to to get to this point is words or phrases or words and phrases that grind your gears when in a running context. Now I've got I've got about ten, and Steve's got a, <laughs> a good number as well. Not me, sorry. I got a response of about ten from people, um, and we're in not. Today's episode of twenty four hours of with Steve. <laughs> <laughs> we're 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 gonna we're gonna try and keep them so they're not. We we understand some of the context that they're being said, and we're gonna try and keep a positive spin on some of them because they aren't meant to be moany or anything. They might come across that way, but they're we know the runners that they're they're saying it. They don't mean it to be money so we'll try and keep a positive spin but do you want to to do your first one first Steve do you want to hit us with one because yeah, you know there's what? a lot of me talking today yeah the, the, one of the ones that was, was my one and it, it quite a few people popped it up and I can't remember exactly who so if you're listening to this and it was you and I, I'm not giving you credit I do apologize um but the word just yeah the word just and it's like you use that word and you for me, you downplay what you've what you've done, but then also at the same time, you always make someone. You know, we're not all as mentally strong as, say, myself. And when I see someone go, "Oh, I've just done this," there's context in 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 what it is. So I've been guilty of it, and I've sort of stopped saying it. I'll talk to someone at work who who also runs, um, and he goes, "Are oh, you going for a run today? Training?" I went, "Yeah, I went. Yes, yeah, it's just a six miler today." Now, 
six miles is still a long way. Oh, I, yeah. It is still a long way. But in the context of what you're doing in training, the load you're putting yourself through, it, it does feel like it's, oh, it's only small, but it's only small in relative to what you are doing. And I think it's exactly the same reason why on my Instagram, my, my posts, the, the, the like count is hidden because I do that as I don't want other people seeing, well, why is he getting that content? I feel my content's better. I'm not getting nothing. And it can make people quite sad because they don't get the validation that they think they need. And it isn't all about likes. It's about engagement. I'd rather yeah. have only 30 to 40 people consistently liking it and being engaged rather than, you know, ghost followers. But the word just, it's stop downplaying yourself. It's like, oh, it's just a, oh, it's just, it's just, it's not. But it depends on the context it's used. If you, if someone types, I've just run a 5K, that's just because they've literally just done it. But then yeah. it, it it's just a 5K. No, yeah. it's not just a 5K. A 5K is still more than what the guy on this on the couch is doing. It, you you yeah. have to give yourself that, that, that positive pat on the back. You've been out, you've done it, come on. Yeah, you... You you can say, Oh, I've just I've just got back from my run. Yeah, it's really good. But you know, when you're only when you're putting the word just you you're automatically downplaying what you have just achieved. And you should be applauded. Whether it's one K, ten K, fifty, so on and so forth. You've you've got out of the house, you've mentally allowed yourself to leave the warmth, you've put your trainers on, you know, you've gone out and you've and you've you've achieved something. So it it annoys me a little bit because I don't want people downplaying their achievements yeah it's, and it's 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 just having a wee think about there's that word again uh it's having a think about how you structure your wording when you do it it's not it's not us having them on because we do it too we both do it it's i suppose in the same bracket and you might have this on your list i don't have it on mine but it's i only ran 10 miles only come on that's that's a long way yeah it's it, it is a long way and it's again in context to that person, it might not be a long way for what their usual load is in training. That could be one of their light runs for that week. Yeah, um, if it's Kipchoge it, saying, I only did it, I only did 10 miles the day. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right, Elliot. Down, mate. <laughs> Get back out and do two more miles, mate. What are you doing? Uh, yeah, exactly. You're going to, that's, that's the sort of person you'd be saying, come on, you need to be doing more. It's just, a t it's just 10 miles, man. You're, you could do a lot more than that. Yeah, yeah. So that that's that's my that's my first one. The the word just and doing it in a way that either is downplaying your achievement or it's then used sometimes in a way to try and look a little bit flashy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. So I don't. I didn't actually have that one. Nobody mentioned that one to me. And if they did, I'm sorry because I've missed it. Uh, my first one actually comes from Emily underscore in the outdoors. Now Emily's in my Loch Ness 24 team and I didn't quite get the end of this because the way that Instagram stories works, it doesn't always give you the full message back. But her one says how slow they are and then they go out and knock a seven. Now I'm assuming it's a seven, <laughs> it's a seven kilometer per hour or whatever thing. It's, 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 it's you, you, you're saying how slow they are and then they're going out and knocking at a fast pace. But again, that goes down to context of who the person is. Yeah. It might be slow for their normal pace. You kind of got to look at it that way. If it's you or I is doing that though, and we say, oh, we're slow. And then you knock that out. We're not that we're not 
yeah, we're that's that's around about our average, if not right, no, not around about average, but you know what I mean. It's in our it's in our ballpark. But if you then got someone like Nick Bester saying it, yeah, Nick, you're not slow, but yeah, sort of, you know what I mean. It's it's it, yeah. the context of who it is and how they're saying it. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, and I, I, well, with, with regards to the, the the types of 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 your Nicks, it's I think sometimes they put themselves under such pressure of accountability that when they don't quite hit it, they automatically feel like you've got to make, find the reason to justify yeah. or why you've not hit it. And that's the that's the, 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 the nature of the beast that you're in sometimes. You put yourself out there and then there will be people that are happy to see you fail. And you only think of those people where there are a hundred more people that will go, well, you've still done amazing, mate. You, yeah, you've exactly. still done an amazing job. So for one, let me pick my words very carefully, <laughs> for one silly person, and that's very that's very dialed down for me. Um, for one silly person, there are, you know, 20 that are clapping for you. Yeah, and I mean, that's the same though. It's, it's, so Giz had a very similar comment. Giz on the Giz on the run. And again, she's in the she's in the team. She she wants the heroin says, uh, I'm not that fast and then runs 17 minutes and uh, 17 minute five kilometer with an eye roll emoji. And that's exactly it. It's these are the silly people that are not that fast, but 17 minutes in a 5k is incredibly fast insanely fast i mean i'm trying to think of how i'm going to cross over at, at, at sub 20 <laughs> and then i see like someone's gone and done a 15 minute park run on like you're an absolute machine yeah yeah i actually i think from the outfit he was wearing though it's a european that was a european record he did uh, it looked like the the best athletics uh, jersey, but I don't I couldn't really see because it, the photo that I saw of him, he was in shade, so I wasn't quite sure if it was or not. Yeah, I'm not too sure because I know you can purchase the vests and not be a member of it, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, so, I mean, yeah, it's like buying a football top yeah. and not being a player. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, it's. Uh, they they they're not that fast. These are these people are saying that because they they're they're looking for the likes. They're looking for the the they're doing the heartstring kind of little violin. That's why they're doing it. That's why they're saying it. Yeah, it's and look if that helps you, that helps you. But you just need to know that you know that is fast. It's yeah. not as fast as you want to go. You want oh, to exactly. go faster, and that's perfectly fine. We all have different levels, and whether it's in in work or in in running we all have different ambitions and what what is good enough for us but i think it's if you're going to put it out on the forum especially with you know mental health in 2023 is you play your part much bigger than you think so you yeah. can say you didn't got didn't quite my go, go my way today but i've got a and i think there's a more positive spin on that but that's it goes again it goes to context that person saying i'm not that fast it's it's when compared to other people like Kipchoge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's you know sub two hour marathon man. Yeah, come on, come on. Uh, what's your next one? So my next one is, and to be fair, I, I I've only come across this on Twitter. I don't really see it on Instagram, but I, I follow UK Run Chat on on Twitter, um, and you get people saying. All you lot need to remember, park run is not a race. And I'm like, oh. I've never seen that before. 
Yeah, so there is, a, and it, it only happens on Twitter. It's more of a, 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 a yeah, a more of a Twitter community thing rather than uh, an Instagram community thing. But there, and I've seen it personally at, at um, Victoria Dock Park Run, where I heard someone at the beginning going, "Oh, that person's coming again." It's like a race to them, and I was like, "Well, actually, Park Run is what you want to make of it. It's your social chat. It's." just to be around other people for some of us it, it, it is a time trial yeah you don't get a medal at the end and you don't no one technical no one you don't get one individual winning parkrun everyone wins at parkrun because yeah. it's super social and it but for some people it is a time trial but and I, I think we just need to allow everyone to enjoy it for what it is it's, it's their it's their run I think the people that are saying that, though, and I don't know how many people are saying it, but I think they're wrong. Now, again, I could be wrong in what I'm saying here, but if I'm correct, English athletics might be different. I am pretty sure that Scottish athletics class the times that runners get, the elite runners at Parkrun, because it's a timed event and sure it's not going down to the precise little millisecond. But one of our local runners, one of our elite local runners, he rejects times at parkrun if someone's obstructed him or there's been a dog or and he rejects his times because scottish athletics allow you to submit those times as official times for qualifying in events yeah so it's a race yeah so like, like, like exactly like i said the parkrun is to each individual something different yeah it, it, but so it's, for it's some... a race for one person you're not racing against anyone you're racing against yourself no, you're racing yourself so it's just that one thing of like parkrun is a very inclusive and it's meant to be inclusive. So let's just not, it's just don't make people feel like they're not wanted there. You know, yeah. it's you do you and let someone else do them. So, I, I mean, it's only because I heard it in person and then, then I, the very same day I heard it on, um, <laughs> I saw it on Twitter and I thought, hang about it. What, what are we doing here? I am so glad I've not heard that in person because that would not to get ranty just now, but I'd be ranting at the person on it's, it's your own little boys, what you make of it. And that's where the great thing about the whole, the new thing with the park walk and it is inclusive to everyone, whether you're walking it, whether you're jogging it, whether you're pushing and pram, where you've got your dog, whether you're an elite runner, it's for everyone. And now in some places it's for kids on a Sunday as well. Oh, amazing. I love that. Oh, that's amazing. Because I was actually listening to, I think it was a press, it press, was play, press play yeah. and mm -hmm. run when they said, when you're in school, you don't, you never taught how to run. It's quite right. It's 100 meters, bang, run really fast. Yeah. Like, and I was thinking, I was like, that is so true. And it's actually had me thinking of trying to do some sort of course relevant to get some qualifications and try and even if it's at my daughter's school to say hey do you mind if i come in and try and teach people little kids how to run properly rather than just scattergun approach but that's another topic for another time well funny funny enough you say that <clears throat> we can touch on it another time but the the local park run directors um they're fantastic ladies they actually run an active schools um session on a sunday because we don't have a kids park run yet because it's a lot, a lot a lot of effort that they go to in the first place to to week on week out put on a a park run but they do an active school session on a sunday where the it's it's secondary school kids but it's from all ages they get out and they teach them this is how you're doing and these are fantastic young runners now they're part of local clubs and they're just they're absolutely smashing uh victories left right and center 
it's, it's, I'd, I'd love to see. I'd love to see. Although I'm not going to advocate for my daughter to go and beat my uh, PB <laughs> like Ryan. Yeah, I listen to that. I got annoyed for him. I mean, come on, I yes. got annoyed for him. <laughs> <laughs> but then being the dad has, who has to drive them to park run he did it the next week and just said no nah, i'm not taking you this week sorry son <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> serious dad energy going on serious dad energy right so my next one comes from our good friend emma uh, lipstick and trainers and she's not going to want to to look at my feet today or in my stories because her one is wasn't heading wasn't <laughs> heading out for a pb but it just happened when clearly they were now I had to justify myself here and say I wasn't heading out for a PB. I put on the the hawkers and I just went out a little bit too quick because I am rubbish at pacing myself. And when I got to like 2K and I was smashing out like, what was it? The first one was a 415 and then it was like a 425. I thought, you know what? Let's put my foot down. Let's see what I can get with a 5K. And I got to like 5K and it was like 22 minutes or around about 20. Not 20, of course I didn't get 22. It was a 2214 at the 5K. I thought, you know what? I'm feeling great. The legs are great. Let's just let's try get a 10k PB. And yes, I didn't head out for a PB. It just happened. No, I didn't head out for a PB, but I then changed my plan while I was out there. But there are people that go out and they, they like to say, oh, I didn't go out for a PB, but I did it just it did just happen. Just it suddenly crept up on me. Nah, your Garmin's telling you what's happening. You you said you went out for a PB. Absolutely. And listen, I I saw your post and I almost <laughs> met you again. Oh, you've gone. I wasn't planning. Oh, I was going to kill you, my friend. <laughs> I hope she doesn't. I hope she doesn't look at the story. I mean, I was going oh, to say, don't. Yeah, come on. I, I, I was going to say to don't look at my stories because she will be raging. She'll be ripping. Oh, yeah, gosh, she'll absolutely. love it. She's, she, she will be. She'll be. She's, she's one of our biggest, biggest supporters. So she will be well happy, but underneath, she'll be boiling a little bit. <laughs> I have done. I have done that where I go out. It's a speed session, so in my mind, there is speed is going to happen. And you, I do. I look at my Garmin and go, and I hang on. Should we? Should we? Keep, should I keep pushing the speed? Should I go against plan and and see what we can do? I've done it before, so I know what you mean. Yeah, but it's like listen, that, that one. You are listening to your body, and if you're if you're in that that, that area where you can push for a PB, and it's going to elevate your your self belief and your achievement, go for it. If 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 it's going to help tick tick all the boxes and help you ride a positivity wave, go for it. Just be very careful about how you put it in your uh, your Instagram chat after. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I think I've only ever gone to two races with the want to hit a PB. Um, and they were both in the last block of London Marathon last year because it was sort of a gauge to see where I was at. And I thought to myself, if I don't hit it, I don't hit it. I just know I've got to do a bit, I've got to train a bit harder. But I managed to get, I think the vitality was a 44, 41, 10K. And then big half was a 138. So I thought, yeah, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in a good place. But if I, didn't, if I wouldn't hit it, I wouldn't have made an excuse. No, oh, exactly. This yeah. happened, and my neighbour's dog was barking at two a.m. and so on and so forth. But well, yeah, I will. It, when you know that it's clearly gone out and yeah, well, that's another person that actually said very, something very similar, and I, I know how to pronounce her name properly this time. I shouted her out as always being in my inbox. She quickly let me know that I pronounced her name wrong. <laughs> I'd said her name was peta.n.c. Her name is Peta, as in 
like the bread uh pita uh pita.n.c she's actually at the half this weekend as well so fingers crossed i'll get to meet her but her one was wasn't feeling great today then grabs a pb very similar vein to what emma said yeah and you know what i think there's there's two sides to that because you know i i had massive maranoia before london and it started making me not feel too good and um i remember having loads of chats with craig the runner of through uh, because he he was notorious for for maranoia and then he goes out and knocked out i think it's a 249 or something i think so sometimes you, your mind playing tricks on oh, you definitely. Um, so yeah. it, de- it depends it depends on whether you say it was maranoia or i weren't feeling great but i got into it and i just absolutely aced it yeah no that, that yeah because the head is the is your is it's your biggest support but also your biggest enemy absolutely right it's up you're up again yeah, so my third one. Is it third one? I can count. It's my third it one. It is yeah. your third one, yes. It's, it's not something that is said. It's something that isn't said. And that is people that are on a run and you run past someone and you wave at them and they just ignore you like you're not <laughs> even there. And it fills your rage and your heart rate goes up to about 170 and you're on an easy run. And you're like, yeah. So Do you know who said that, that was, to you? <laughs> oh, I'm so useless. I can't. <laughs> right, because I did have I had one that's exactly oh. the same, and I, I just want to make sure it's not the same person. But the Scottish a Scottish underscore runner, which is Ryan from the Press Play and Run, he said the exact same thing. Runners that don't reciprocate or acknowledge when you say hello, good morning, or nod at them, he hopes their shoelaces are forever their shoelaces forever come undone. <laughs> yeah, you've you've overrun him, and now the uh, the tongue just sticks out all the time. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't Ryan. I, I, I can't remember who it was, but I was like, no, that that is true. That is true. I mean, there there are runners that will see you, and they'll 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 be glaring it. It's like the 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 reels you see where you're out for an easy jog, and you, someone passes you, and then you get the you get the the rev up, and you're like, nah, I'm not like, I'm not standing for this, and you race them, but then. I have a lot of experience locally where I'll be out for a run and I'll approach someone who's like could be a a young lady or uh, someone who's less confident than I am and they put their head down or they have their earphones in and they again it's context of of who it is Uh, I've changed directions so I'm not following someone in the past but they're, they're not as confident if you say hello or something they're they're not going to want to engage with you just in case you are one of those creepy guys that are chasing them that's totally understandable yeah absolutely and there are a couple of people i've i've recognized on that route because you know being a local legend and whatnot so <laughs> i see <laughs> i see i see him a fair few times the same the same runners around the same time of day so it's almost like a it's a, it's now gone from just a wave and an acknowledgement. It's now sort of more like a words are not spoken really, but it's more of a a, a, a softer smile. Yeah, an unspoken bond that you're doing is now. I have the same. It's 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 not it's not running related, but the I I drive to or I used to drive to work every day before COVID. You would see the same drivers, and you would occasionally they would give you a a wee a wee wave or a wee nod because you'd be seeing them passing every morning every night. You'd be changing, like passing each other on your daily commute. Yeah, I mean, I hardly see. I, I leave for work about four in the morning every day, so I've I seen, I seen no one at all. That's because you're a vampire, though. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I'm screwed um, in the summer. Well, that brings me on to Chris Runs a Lap, uh, chris.runs.a.lap. And he only said 5 a.m. Now, I didn't ask him for a justification of why it was just 5 a.m., but I would like to take a, a kind of an estimated guess here. It's, it's people who run at 5 a.m. Guilty. We're all in bed. <laughs> Guilty. I've, I had done that in my last marathon block. Oh, I just, the missus hated it. I was getting up at like half oh, five, six, and I thought, well, if I get it done, I've got the rest of the day. And I don't do it this time around. I, I, I enjoy a little bit more sleep. And then yeah, get your rest. Yeah. 10, 11 o'clock. And I feel, I feel my running's benefited from that. But yeah, listen, I, I, I enjoyed it, especially during the summer months. You, you set off, it's dark, and then you, you as you're, you loop out nine miles and I was coming coming back and the shops are starting to open, the sun's coming up, you see the walk of shame. It's brilliant. You're painting a lovely picture of like what would be a lottery advert or something, someone happily, jovially walking down the street, nodding at all the people opening the news agents and the shops. I, I know I know why people do it, because I have a lot of people I follow that do it and it's either to do with work or it's because it is quiet, they don't have to deal with other runners and they're they're yeah. it's a quiet time or they're they just happen to be in bed early and they get up early i mean it's a good yeah, time the, to do it the, the pavements are, are empty there's not many cars in the road i mean when i was doing the early runs i would specifically go down towards london and the, the, the sun comes up over sort of over the skyline so it's a yeah. nice little vision um but this time around i've much more in enjoyed sort of waking up around about seven with my daughter and and having something to eat a good couple of hours before and just feeling rested before going i'm 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 kind of agreeing with chris here i'm not a 5 a.m although i'm going to bring it up i said i wouldn't while i was on holiday my runs were at 6 30 in the morning but that's because of the heat and also the four hour time difference in the uk so it was like six seven eight nine ten i'll let 10 a.m in the morning for me in my head and my body so that's that's different but yeah i see people i'm like how could you how can you even be up at five in the morning i've only just gone to my bed (laughs) (laughs) oh brilliant right absolutely brilliant back to you what's your next one i'm trying to think so i only asked four and i've done (gasps) three and now i'm trying to remember what the actual fourth one was um this is this is great product production guys right you've had a couple of minutes for context for anyone listening we're recording on zoom so you only get so many minutes if you're not a subscriber uh, or a, a sub to to the their payment plan so steve's had a minute or so to think about this like this fourth one have you have you got it i i did it literally as soon as, <laughs> as soon as we locked off to come back on again i was like ah that's what it was um it is when people claim to have not done a single strength and conditioning session during a whole marathon block and never got injured. And they're like, you're either lying or you're superhuman um, <laughs> or, or you're in denial. Um, Cause I, I could sympathize with this one because I, you know, I, I put down my, some of my experiences at London marathon down to the lack of strength and conditioning. Also that I broke the rule of nothing new on race day. Mm-hmm. Um, Tried it as a schoolboy era, um, but yeah, it, to for to for people to say they've done some strength and conditioning, it's like you're amazingly gifted, or you just don't want to admit that you're too lazy for it. No, definitely too late. I think there's a lot of people like myself that are too lazy. 
it it does take a lot of time um out but the thing is you can do it at home with like a hit workout on on from youtube on your telly you can you know i go i go once a week on a wednesday do 40 a 45 minute to 50 minute session in the gym and then some nice stretching and whatnot at home during a week but it's it's elevated my running to such a level yeah i can't imagine that these people that are running sort of five minute miles are not doing any form of strength conditioning because you're putting the load right through the body definitely but again it goes to context of what they what they classify as strength and conditioning yeah there i guess there is that um i mean I thought it was pretty self-explanatory. I know, but... I'm the same, but there are people out there, if you're doing a bit of stretch, now this, is, this, this comes up because I was having this chat with one of my friends, he's not, he's not into fitness or running or anything. I said about getting back into the, into the summer house, getting the weights going, getting the, the squats on a go again, strength and conditioning, a bit of stretching, a bit of band work. And he said, but is that strength and conditioning for running? I'm like, yeah, just as like strength and conditioning, running, strength and conditioning for weightlifters and, uh, and anyone that's doing like the pure strength running is strength and conditioning for them because it's 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 a kind of flip flop. We mm. need we need weights and and stretching to help as a runner, but someone doing weights all the time needs a lot better cardio, so they don't get they don't get a bit stiff in what they're doing. Yeah, my my one of my friends, he's um, been in fitness for his whole life. He's um, he was a boxer and then turned fitness model. Um, so. I see that he, he absolutely hates doing the cardio, but he knows he's got to to get the look he wants to. So I guess it 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 does it does have its context, but I think it was more in a, a sense of you run a marathon, so you must have done some some con some strengthening somewhere. Yeah, um, but some people don't classify stretching as as like conditioning, uh, or or they they classify yeah. as recovery, which it, it kind of is recovery, but it is also conditioning. Yeah, I don't think I could go through another uh, ever go through a block again and just being so lackadaisical about strength and conditioning. Yeah, now that's I'm the same. I I don't I I'm I'm going to be honest here. I'm I ha over the winter months. I've been lazy with my strength and conditioning. That's why the plan is hit the summer house again. Get back on it. I do, however, stretch more regularly than I used to. I don't stretch before I run. Um, because I always found that that injured me, and one of the yeah. local running coaches did say, and that's her. That's her thing is, don't stretch before a run. Stretch after a run once you're warmed up. No, I don't. I don't either. I sort of before my run, I'll do some some drills, uh, and that will that'll be it. And then I'll get straight into it. You've been watching the Kenyans and Ethiopians do their uh, their old drills, haven't you? Not so effortlessly. If you see <laughs> me do it, I'm, 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 I'm just, I've got the I've got the rhythm of a wooden stick. Um, head over, head over to it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that's that's that's, that's my, your four. That's right. my four main ones. So I've got a couple more. Uh, this one comes from my cousin, and I did touch on it. And she no, she noticed she got a shout, and I can't remember which episode it was now. I didn't say her name, but she did get a shout out. Um, this is uh, James Crawford. And she she is a fantastic runner as well. She's she we she's like 
one of the driving forces for me running and I, I touched on that before but she's out so much she she blasts kilometers every day i don't know how she does it like day in day out it's but then i do gaming and crafting and photography i do all these hobbies running is her hobby but her one is people talking in kilometers instead of miles it really expletive her off um and i get that we've <laughs> talked about this already and i i am one of the people that uses kilometers instead of miles or in my instagram uh, descriptions i use both just to confuse people i can't get my head around it i mean i know that um you know listen to some people i heard someone say oh yeah i um i have my watch in miles but my alerts in kilometers i'm like what is going on <laughs> uh, how no. how do you do this who is that i know who that is uh or they they have it and was, was, was that was that on press play and run no yeah so ryan has something similar it might be that but i'm pretty sure one of one of our listeners and one of his listeners is nikki i'm sure nikki does the same um yeah it's, quite it's not, i can't deal with that level of complication it <laughs> <laughs> just, just blows my tiny little mind I'm like oh i'm finished that's a kilometer. What, what are you talking about i see i'm going to justify myself when i say i, I do it in kilometers we talked about this before as i say i do it because i like hearing the beep more often but at the same time we're one of the really odd countries that uses miles everyone else uses kilometers so i'm just embracing the world yeah, I'm just going to stick to what I know because I'm stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having it. Right, so on to my next one, which is Stuart runs a lot. And he said a quick run. Now, again, I didn't ask him for ask him for, for kind of a descriptor or, or what he meant by a quick run. I think it must be someone that's just gone out for, oh, I'll just, I've just gone out and done a quick run. Uh, yeah, I don't do that myself i don't use that terminology it might be a quick run but every every run it takes its time no matter if it is a 17 minute 5k or what it's still you're still taking time it's not just a quick run yeah i think again it's one of those context ones isn't it where um say for example if if you are work from home and on your lunch break you think well i'm gonna go for a 10 15 minute run technically it's a quick run i i again it needs context i guess but I know I understand it. I mean, it's it's um, not something I've ever thought. What was he saying that for? But I can understand what what they mean. But yeah, I guess it really need context of did you mean to go for a quick time run, or you've yeah, not yeah, got yeah. much time, so you're going to go out for a quick run? Now, see, anyone that has said as you said these sorts of things, if we're getting it wrong and we haven't asked you what you're meaning, let us know in the in the comments. Let us know on the email, and we'll we we will do an apology next time. But that kind of does also go into. I'm looking down my list at running short stuff. Um, she's got a gentle plod. Now I think this is the same what what Stuart's meaning. A quick run. She's got gentle plod as someone's run description when their pace was ten times faster than her sprint. Context. Yeah, I guess it's context. If, 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 if you was anyone listen to this. Google Elliot Kipchoge's recovery run <laughs> and look at his pace and you'll hate him forever. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm not going to say what it is. Pop yourself on there. Have a look at what he classes as his easy run. <laughs> oh, it makes you want to cry and give up the sport completely. <laughs> I bet you have an absolute giraffe, my friend. Now, this is my last one. 
and I've I've saved this one to last for a reason. And it is your friend, your 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 uh, Ugg buddy, and my Ugg Stella buddy. Ugg Stella buddy. It's Craig yes. the runner, and he said Portaloo. And That's I it. asked him for. He just said just Portaloo, and I did ask him what specifically do you mean for Portaloo, and he went everything, everything about it, anything related everything. to running and Portaloos. You know what? I don't know what it's like in at Scottish events. But when I when I ran when I've done the vitality, it was carnage. Oh apps there was nowhere near enough. People need to know how to aim. Um it's just they are carnage. I mean London Marathon was it was better it was better set up, it was far, far better. But I can get what he means by portalos in general are just awful. I mean, I, I went once, went to um, a music festival, V Festival, it's down, oh, no. down I south. I know what you're going to say. Right, right. <laughs> they literally have portaloos. They have troughs in the open. It's literally just like this one massive circle and you just stand next to some, some fellow who's off his nut and you just... Yeah. Now, the Loch Ness 24 had them as well. They did have them behind the portaloos and then behind Harris fencing, Harris panels. But... They're so much better for guys to go and use that instead of going into a portaloo because like come on we we're, we're both married we're we both know that our 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 wives uh daughters you need to realize you need to clean up after yourself because come on don't just go to a festival a running festival an event and then like cover the seat and then walk away come on that's not good that's not on guys clear yourself up but on the flip side women are just as bad and i only know that because i worked in a restaurant and i had to clean the toilets you know what i worked at a cinema chain for eight years and the women's toilets were always the worst honestly it was carnage in there um so yeah but portaloos i'm with him they are disgusting they stink but i i thought you were going to say the music festival now again i i don't really do festivals or anything i I, I'm more of a the, the small, intimate concert sort of um, hipster vibey guy. But my wife had gone to what used to be Tea in the Park, and now if you're gonna if you if you're if you've got a squeamish nature, mute for the next ten seconds. But she said the toilet the toilets were piled high out the, out the top of the seat. My <laughs> <laughs> honestly. I've seen some things. I, I was actually one once when I was at the um, these these lads thought it would be funny when they, their friend goes into it, they all they topple it over, and he just come out, and I've, I was like, just go home. <laughs> Portaloos are criminal. But you're you're criminal. of the same age as me, where they would have been looking at at, at things like. Um, as jackass jack yeah that's it jackass yeah. they would have been Steve looking Owen. at jackass we man yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely but it, it was still funny oh portaloos no they i'm not a big fan of them thankfully the the Loch Ness 24 guys they had someone cleaning them 24 hours a day they were spotless the majority of people i, I can't actually think of anyone leaving a mess it was they were they were spot on but when you get to a marathon or you get to 10k and it's a big event it's it's a horror show. It is an yeah. absolute horror show. 
just very quickly going back to your um one who said someone's gone for a gentle plod. <laughs> I've been guilty. I can't lie. I've I've spoken <laughs> to Craig and I've gone I'm I'm just bopping and I'm bopping along at like sort of eight minutes thirty. <laughs> Okay, I'm just bopping, just bopping, going for a gentle bop. But yeah, it's I can see why that would annoy someone. Going, what do you, what do you mean you're going for a plod? You you are literally going faster than I could even go. Yeah, no. Again, it is it is contextually. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's it goes hand in hand with the easy runners, people not running easy, uh, the the gentle plodders, and then it's a really fast. It goes down to. Uh, what you believe uh, as your pace is it's a plod for you but it's not a plod for someone else absolutely and that's that's me uh so i just to go run through my ones again i had um emily in the outdoors i had uh, emma lipstick and trainers I had giz on the run chris runs a lap gems peter stewart running short stuff craig and ryan the scottish runner I think I've covered them all. So thanks very much, guys, for, for giving us your, your feedback, your comments on topics and phrases that grind your gears. Now, if there's anyone wants to add anything to that, let us know in the comments. Let us know in the emails. Let us know any way you want to let us know. And we'll maybe we'll maybe touch on this again in a later episode. Yes. Yes. I mean, I mean, I was very useless and didn't remember who sent me what. I do apologize. <laughs> I'm and very poor admin. I I I am that um, OCD. I think I think this is the same thing as it, the 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 poll that I put up on my own page about I folded everything, all my dirty clothes, and I stuck them in a suitcase. And the majority of people said, "Nah, come on, that's that's not on." And a very small, it was like five people said, "That's a hundred percent. We're behind you." I'm OCD I like would, that, and I have to write I everything down. That. You did. I saw that. I mean. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna say here, and this this is gonna come out of grump. If anyone's listening that said no to that, and you claim you're OCD, you're not OCD. <laughs> you, oh, I mean, I could not not have folded my clothes to put it back in. Everything has a place. It's like Tetris. It's like Tetris in my suitcase. No, I just chuck it all in, hope for the best. Uh, and then when you're that one that comes out on the bell and it's burst everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. So what what have we got before we finish off? We've still got the talking community, about it. yeah the community and the love that people have been showing for the podcast so far. Uh, now, unlike the the words and phrases, I didn't write anyone's names down, but and I don't I don't know about Steve, but I'm assuming he's been getting a lot of love as well because the main page which steve doesn't have access to and we'll have to sort that out so we can get more content up on the insta page but my my own dms and the page dms have been awash with just so much feedback on how how enjoyable people are finding our our what was initially chaos and this one's not so bad and the last one wasn't so bad but the the, the kind of easygoing vibe nature of it we're, we're not we're not trying too hard we're, we're just going with the flow and that's what i think people want out of, out of their conversations sometimes yeah um i've had the same i've had you know uh, i mentioned it to you the other day when we was when i was messaging you i've i've got a, a strong scottish following now so we're united <laughs> we're not in the nation we are united in the nation that's it, um, that's it. We've had this discussion it's, before. We need to find a Welsh Steve. That's, that's that's the other thing we need to do. Right. 
Well, I, my, my sister lives in Wales, so I'm going to give her a task to find a running person <laughs> called Stephen Wales. Um, so we can really, you know, we've just got to find an Irish. And we, we've got, we've that's united. true, sorry, that's true. We do, yeah, yes. Done. Yeah, shout out to the Irish. Um, <laughs> um, no, but I was particularly pleased because that was the the one that I saw that I put together. So I was a bit nervous, like, oh, how's this going to come across? But it was some, some good feedback. So. Oh, fantastic. No, the- thanks for that. The the stats on on all three of the episodes so far, plus the bonus episode, they're they're fairly similar. The the downloads we're getting on, and again, Steve doesn't see these sorts of things because I haven't given him access, even though it's the same password. So we'll sort that out for him. Um, but we're, we've got listeners all around the world, mostly in the Americas and in in, in the United Kingdom, in Europe as well. But we've got some in in the sort of. Uh, Egypty Saudi sort of area, and I'm guessing they're like expats, but it's been really nice seeing people around the world listening. We've got Australians as well. So, um, but I think the biggest compliment I, I got was, can we make it a weekly podcast? Yeah, that I was think. from uh, Laura, Laura Hardcast. Was it? Ah, see, that's, that's, I see, that's such, such a great compliment that people want to hear us more often. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm the same with, press play and run i'm like oh i'm gonna go for my long one i'm gonna listen to press play and run i went down hoxes bi-weekly and i listened to it last yeah. week now, i think ryan's got enough content whereas he could probably he could probably swing it uh weekly and i guess because our, our plan is to go into having guests on um we just wanted to kind of find our feet and find our rhythm as well and we might not have guests on for every episode but we have got people that are interested in coming on we've already started putting the feelers out and we've had other people getting in contact, but um, it's such it's such a, a massive boost to the confidence. And I actually have just thought I have missed something in the grinding gears because one of the people I've just looked at on my community shoutouts, he he has had so much good compliment complimentary comments about how the podcast is going. And yeah, we're only on episode four, but it's it's so nice, it's so reassuring to to kind of to feel the the radiance that everyone's been putting off for us yeah no it's it's, it's been amazing so I, I do appreciate the um the feedback and like yourself it's been the fact that we're just there's a, there's a sort of structure to it but we're just going off of that completely and just it's, it's real conversation between real people rather than just trying to be this polished pr machine yeah and not that we're knocking anyone that is a polished PR no, machine. No, of course not. There's, a, there's an avenue for everything, but I, th- I think there is a, a lack to natural conversations like you like you get from Ryan and like you get from the What the Fart Lick, but I do find some of them are just, it's it's like listening to a late night quiz show, not like a quiz show, late night interview show uh, where it's just it's just hard hitting questions and, 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 and uh, highbrow co- like answers. Yeah, no highbrow. Tell me about the time you really pooped yourself on a run. Come on. <laughs> but I, I'll go. So I'll do my community shares first, though, um, and just because I did miss him in the grinding gears, but now I'm seeing it. There's a reason why I missed it because I didn't actually add him to that list. Uh, so I've got three today. So I don't know if you have, uh, if you have two or you have three, Steve, or whether you did what I, I did last time and reel a list off as long as your arm um but the people that have been in my inbox and been my big supporters since we last had um a recording and it's possibly just because it's off the back of uh, the podcast i've had two americans 
and one one Scotsman. Uh, but the the first person I missed out is a Patrick Watkins. Now that's uh, his handle is p Watkins underscore thirteen. Now Pat is a blogger of his journey, and he actually sent me the blog that he wrote about things that grind his gears, kind of gripes that he has. And they're very, very similar, actually. They're probably duplicates of what we've said, so I won't say any in particular. But if you want a, a good blog to read, if you're a blog reader, runpatrun.com. Give that a go. It's it's just, it's almost like a running diary, like Steve was talking about previously. He covers what his thoughts were on his runs. He covers some of the topics, and he covers how his runs have gone. It's just nice to see to the point on the level comments and, and, and on how someone's journey is going. So he's my first and he is constant. He likes he likes my stories. You see the love heart coming up of my story marks. He leaves me comments. He just checks in. It's really good. Uh, I also have the second American is TJ. I actually don't know her name, but her handle is I run for shirts and medals. And TJ is again she she likes a lot of my content she she's in the inbox we have a good old chat uh, and just make sure that we're, we're we're vibing that we're all good uh so that is again it's great to see it's it's, it's fantastic to have someone in your corner uh and then finally i meant to shout him out last time is stuart uh stuart runs a lot he is he is one of those guys that has your back is is liking your content is sharing your content he's he's been a big advocate for the podcast he is a listener so those are my three i can't thank these guys enough for being there so yeah please please stick at it and hopefully you'll find that i'm i'm the same to you guys very good i think i do i follow them three people already yeah they are great people um when you mentioned i was like i follow that person i follow that one. Oh, it's no one new for me to follow today okay um so i've got three i've got three um one chap called ed ed right his his handle is ed underscore dubs um he's an absolute trail running machine and he's you know he keeps it real and he's one of those ones that just he does everything or you know authentic over the fakeness he, he's literally down to earth bloke like myself so he's my first one um second one there's a chap called Grant Gerard, um, the the underscore village underscore runner. Again, likes everything. You know, I'll pop up my run and he'll say how amazing you know, you've done. Great, your training, your 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 pace looks perfect. It's consistent. So it's like the little person in your ear that is confirming what you know. But it's nice to see it from from another runner, if that makes sense. Um, and the third person is a chap called Steve, of course. Um, Cause I've got to get Steve in there, another one. Um, his name is Steve Day. So he's Steve runs LDN. And he's actually someone I'd want to get on the podcast when we start doing um, guests because I met him on the day of the London Marathon. I noticed that he was wearing the red wave like me and i said do you mind if i follow you and he'd come through he's like yeah come with me let's do this da, 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 da. and he's re a really nice guy and he now does like little pacing for for track smiths he's massive on getting people into running clubs so he's definitely someone that i would recommend following great vibes great 
great bloke. So they're my three for this week. No, I would, I would echo. I followed, I followed two of them, and I now follow the third because I did it while you were saying his name. But I follow Steve, and he does. I, I think I'm correct in thinking he does really good videos on on actual live runs. He, he chats about how his runs going, uh, and his content is really good. And yeah, just looking at his his main post just now, he is big into his his uh, groups and club running and and just uh, sharing the vibes with other people. And such a smiley, happy guy as well. And yeah, we don't always just want to see smiles and happiness. But it just looks looks like a, a, a top notch guy. And I do I do watch some of his videos and reels. Um, and he's he's just he's he's honest about his, his his content but yeah he's he's been a big advocate for the the podcast as well and and on the main page uh, i've also seen ed ed's been a great uh great advocate for not only myself but also the podcast but uh i think the one with the, the village runner um jared uh, grant jared i hadn't knowingly seen him before so i've added him so uh yeah that's share some love there share some love back absolutely but unless there's anything else i've forgotten about oh i think i think we've uh that's 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 a wrap on that one i think we've we've covered all we wanted to i think we've longer than the normal ones but it's it's just nice free-flowing conversation i think i've enjoyed it yeah it's a bit of a monster this one uh but I say simply because we haven't recorded in so long, the first few episodes were quite long. They were they were over the hour mark. The third one, we were just on the hour mark. Um, but that was the comments that we had from some people where it, number three seemed like it was a lot more natural. We weren't seemingly kind of holding ourselves up or reading off a script or anything. It was just a natural conversation. But that's the thing. Me and Steve hadn't really spoken before the first episode. We'd left voice notes and stuff, but... You don't we didn't we, we've never met it's it, we've never had that natural kind of uh, ability to kind of converse before so it's the first few were us kind of finding our feet and finding finding the vibe with each other so uh yeah long may this continue uh the 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 freedom to express ourselves uh, and be what people want to hear spot on <laughs> it's that's that's exactly it but I think I think we'll just call it there. Uh, we'll have to have a think about what we're going to do in the next episode because we are getting to that point. I, I was thinking, I don't know what Steve thinks about this, of how many episodes we have in the first series. And I think eight is maybe a good number uh, before we start getting guests on. There's always going to be stuff that we can think about. Steve's got his marathon and I want to put more focus and emphasis on that and, and, and get people... Behind, back in you guys, back in anyone doing the, the, the London Marathon, but especially back in you, Steve. So I, I think eight episodes would be quite good because it lets your marathon get get you to your marathon and then the the chat afterwards. And then we can take a little bit of a break and then start getting some guests on. Uh, but episode five will be the 24th of March. So we'll have a little bit of a think about what we're going to record. Uh, and, and even if you want to suggest something, We've got plenty of time then. Let us know what you want to hear us talking about. And yeah, we'll, we'll possibly just do that. Sounds good to me. I think we've discussed that before about doing the eight and then uh, some guests. So that's our next, next avenue to take it down. Yeah, exactly. But until the next episode, uh, I, we hope that your, your runs are everything you hope they will be. If they're not, it's not the end of the world. Keep your head up. 
listen to our podcast if you're needing that kick up the backside if you're needing the positivity and vibes get in our dms just just rely on us to give you that boost of confidence and the boost to your your mood and just energize yeah um just thanks everyone for the good comments mate it's it's, it's been it's been great but i'm glad you said that because i ran out of things to say so as yeah until next time guys Hope you're all doing well. Hope you're loving the podcast. Keep on letting us know what you're thinking and we will hear from you soon, I suppose, or you will hear from us soon. Absolutely. I mean, thank you. Like I said again, thanks for listening. And um, yeah, we hope you keep enjoying it. Stick with us. (laughs) And that's a wrap.